0: Noah Hills. You can find me on Twitter at no more parties. And this is the hero RB show on the campus to Canton podcast feed. Devon A-Chain was a four-star player in the recruiting class of 2020, and he's been good from the jump at Texas A&M. In a freshman season in which he only played six games, he had 461 yards from scrimmage and five touchdowns and an 18.9% dominator rating, which is a 72nd percentile mark for first year college football players. Those numbers were posted on a Texas A&M team that went 9-1 and was of 67th percentile quality according to Bill Connolly's S&P Plus rating system. As a sophomore, he was even better. He had 1,171 yards and 10 touchdowns, good for a 26.3% Dominator rating, which is also in the 72nd percentile. Those numbers were posted on a 78th percentile A&M team according to S&P Plus. Given the level of program at which he plays, A-Chain's freshman year production was good enough for a year one breakout, giving him an 88th percentile breakout age. As a receiver, A-Chain is pretty special. On a part-time role, just a 7.8% target share, which is in the 37th percentile, A-Chain has averaged 19.3 receptions per 12 games, so essentially per season, which is in the 68th percentile. He's been used very dynamically as a receiver, lining up in the slot or out wide 16.6% of the time, which is an 84th percentile mark, and being targeted three yards downfield on average, an dot in the 90th percentile. On those advanced targets, he has an 85.3% catch rate, which is in the 83rd percentile. And if you filter for just the targets that were catchable, he has a 93.5% true catch rate, which would be the 8th best mark in the class of 2022. And among the 7 players above him on that list, James Cook has the highest dot, and A-Chain's ADOT is 1.9 yards greater than James Cook's. So he's catching a large percent of his targets, not just on dump-offs and screens and things like that, but on advanced targets down the field. From an efficiency perspective, he's been very good. His yards per target is 10.5, which is in the 90th percentile. His yards per reception is 12.3, which is in the 84th percentile, and his yak per reception has been 10 flat, which is in the 63rd percentile. a has probably been even better as a runner than he has been as a receiver. I like to contextualize rushing performances with a couple different metrics. Number one being carry volume, where A-Chain has averaged just 115.3 carries per 12 games, which is in the 22nd percentile. And next, I like to compare player efficiency to the efficiency of the other running backs operating in their same offense, which begs the question of how talented their running back teammates were. And A-Chain's teammates have been very good. They averaged 3.94 stars as a collective as high school recruits, which makes them an 82nd percentile group. And the other side of that is how difficult have A-Chain's carries been relative to the difficulty faced by the other guys on the team. And if you look at box counts, which there's a lot of research indicating that that pre-snap box counts are a large determining factor in the outcome of a given running play. So if you look at box counts, A-Chain, despite being a small guy, a receiver, has actually seen heavier box counts on average than the other a running backs. 0.15 more defenders in the box than they've seen, which is a 78th percentile discrepancy. If you just kind of isolate his performance to what he's doing on the field, he's a good tackle breaker. He's averaged 0.31 missed tackles force per attempt. That's a 94th percentile number per PFF. And his breakaway conversion rate, which just looks at, you know, he's already reached the secondary on a 10-yard run. How often is he converting those chunk gains into breakaway gains of 20 yards or more? He does that at a 38.5% rate, which is in the 82nd percentile. Now to the team relative metrics. In chunk rate plus, which looks at how often relative to his teammates A-chain is producing runs of 10 yards or more, his chunk rate is 4.87% greater than that of his teammates, which is an 83rd percentile mark. And given historical data on the teammates of running backs who go on to be drafted and the carry volume of running backs who go on to be drafted, we would expect a running back with A-chain's volume playing with the teammates that he's played with, We would expect an NFL running back in that situation to average 0.23 yards per carry greater than the other guys on his team. A-Chain has averaged 1.79 yards per carry greater than the other guys on his team, which is a 91st percentile mark and is 1.56 yards per carry greater than what we would expect even a baseline NFL quality running back to produce in the same situation in college. If you account for the box counts that he's seen relative to his teammates, the average carry for Devin A-chain has been worth 138.4% the output of the average carry for all non-A-chain runners at Texas A&M during his time. That's a 93rd percentile box-adjusted efficiency rating. And it's probably pretty easy to assume, like, he's a super fast guy, lots of big plays, like, his per-touch efficiency is probably fueled by these long runs, and maybe he's not, like, as consistent of a producer as the other guys in the team. That's a reasonable, I think, prior to have, but it's just not the case. If you look at a metric like success rate, which assigns a binary success failure tag to each rushing attempt based on whether or not it gained a requisite amount of yards given down or distance, that's 40% of yards needed on first down, 70% of yards needed on second down, and 100% of yards needed on third or fourth down. If you look at success rate and then divide it up and weighted based on the amount of carries a guy saw against each box count relative to his teammates, A-Chain's relative success rate is 12.7% higher than that of the other AM running backs, which is a 97th percentile mark. So not only is he incredibly efficient and is a tremendous creator of big plays, he breaks tackles at a high rate, he's seeing heavier box counts than those his teammates are seeing, and he's much more efficient than them anyway, and he's succeeding on a much greater percentage of his carries than the other running backs at Texas A&M are, even though they are an incredibly talented group of running back teammates. He's just a tremendous runner of the football. The biggest question we should have about Devon is his build. Right now, he's listed at 5'9 and 185 pounds, which is much too small for a running back that we would like to see significant touches in the NFL. However, Based on historical like weight gain data, like yearly checkpoints of weigh-ins from college rosters, based on that historical data, I currently project Devon A-Chain to be 5'9 and 197 at his eventual combine. And if you look at historical running back prospects who have been a similar size during their sophomore seasons in college, I found 10 running backs since 2007 who weighed between 183 and 187 as sophomores, so within two pounds of A-chain. The average combine weight of those 10 players was 198, and only three of them, demetric Felton, Chris Thompson, and Marcus Murphy, came into the combine at sub-195 pounds. So there's decent historical precedent for a guy like A-Chain being as small as he is now, putting on significant weight by the time he reaches the NFL. And that's not even really predicated on him packing on a bunch of weight like immediately. Of those 10 players, only Aaron Jones and Bryce Love were listed at greater than 190 pounds as juniors. So it's not like it's immediately important for A-Chain to add a bunch of weight. He's likely able to be an NFL-sized back by the time he reaches the NFL, even if he doesn't put on a bunch of weight now. He needs to be around 195, but I think historical data indicates that that's more likely than not. The other part of the A-chain profile is that he has near world-class speed. He's one of the best sprinters in the entire NCAA. He's incredibly fast. We know this. It's a major reason why he's so efficient. But it definitely matters for his evaluation. I'll get into that in a second. But I think the bottom line for A-Chain is that he's super dynamic. He's obviously a versatile receiver. He's obviously an explosive runner. I think he has underrated production. It's been really good through two years. And I think the wrong way to go about thinking about Devon A-Chain is going, okay, yeah, he's obviously really good, but he's undersized. Like we, we want our running backs to be 215, 220. There's virtually no chance he is that. So let's take our shots on other guys in Devy leagues and in Dynasty, you know, looking forward to, you know, 2023 rookie drafts and things like that. He's good, but he's undersized. I think that's the wrong way to go about it. I think a better question is saying, okay, he's good. Let's take for granted that he's small and see how good have similarly talented undersized players been in the past. So I went ahead and tried to answer that question. I tried to filter for guys who were as similar to A-chain as possible without being too rigid with my criteria. So I looked at all the guys in my database, which is mostly post-2007 guys, but, you know, some, like, especially relevant, you know, pre-07 guys here and there. And I filtered for guys who, A, were drafted, B, weighed between 185 and 205 at their combine, So undersized running backs. Um, I don't know that A-Chain gets up over 200, but I think it's unlikely that he loses weight between now and when he reaches the NFL. So guys between 185 and 205. Players with good athleticism, and I defined that as running a sub four five in the forty, and having above a sixty out of one hundred score in an in an athleticism composite that I put together, just based on percentile ranks of various athletic tests. Um, it's it's similar to the the relative athletic score, except for I don't account for um, except for I don't account for size. So it's just looking at athleticism. So sub four five, 60 percentile athleticism, kind of overall. Uh, I also filtered for good production, and that would be a 60 out of 100 mark in my production composite score. I filtered for efficient runners, guys with, again, above the 60 mark in a rushing efficiency composite I put together, and then guys who are above the 60 out of 100 mark in a receiving composite I put together. And just for reference, A-Chain scores, according to my process, in these various composites. Production 75.1, so he's above the 60 mark. Athleticism, we obviously don't have a full athletic profile As a placeholder time, I have him at a 4.4 flat in the 40. I think there's probably a good chance he's faster than that, but we'll go with it for now. Rushing efficiency score, 93.3 out of 100. And receiving score, 69.9 out of 100. So, if you filter for all of those factors, the four players we're left with are Reggie Bush, Steve Slayton, Darren Sproles, and Chris Johnson. The first thing this tells me is that Devon A-Chain is a rare, rare talent with a rare profile. There are simply not very many players like him. And I think it would be irresponsible to say, yeah, he's really fast and good. But like, so was Darrington Evans. And so was, you know, Bryce Love. And so was, you know, so-and-so. Like, these guys are not Devon A-chain. He is different. And those four players that we end up with after, you know, kind of filtering for those different factors, along the way, we eliminated some guys who are probably like reasonably comparable to A-chain from a you know, can a guy this small and this good, like, do it in the NFL, you know, kind of point of view. The fact that we filtered for only drafted players eliminated Danny Woodhead and Austin Eckler. The fact that we filtered for sub-4-5 speed means we eliminated Brian Westbrook, Ahmaud Bradshaw, and Deion Lewis. The fact that we filtered for 60th percentile rushing efficiency means we eliminated Javid Best and CJ Spiller. The fact that we filtered for 60th percentile receiving means we eliminated Jamal Charles, who ended up being a good receiver in the NFL, but didn't show that as much at Texas. His role as a receiver was not great there. And the fact that we filtered for guys who are 185 and above means we eliminated Philip Lindsay, who came into the combine at 184, but is obviously a small guy with a, you know, kind of a three-down skill set who is probably a point in, in a guy like A-Chain's favor. Like, players like this can do it in the NFL. So... We've got that group of players. We've got our core four, Bush, Slayton, Sproles, Chris Johnson. We've got this this other group of like eight or nine guys who are probably reasonable, you know, kind of precedent for A-chain as well, but who don't happen to fit the more rigid criteria I went with. But I think these guys are an indication that like, given a guy is undersized, why shouldn't we be interested assuming he checks every other box, which A-chain does. He's productive. He's super athletic. He's super efficient. He's incredibly versatile and efficient as a receiver. And yes, he's small, but if a small guy can do it, why not a guy who checks every other box? Why not a chain? I think given that he's one of my favorite running backs in college football, he might be one of the few best running backs in college football, and I think he's one of the best values and highest upside picks in Devy drafts right now. People are a little bit out on him relative to other players who like hypothetically produce and play like he does, given his size. But I think there's a good chance he ends up near 200 pounds at the Combine. And B, even if he's, you know, 190, 195, the historical precedent for guys like him says he can do it anyway. I'm all in on Devon A. Chain, the Debbie Leagues.